Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Maladaptive daydreaming is a disorder in which someone will daydream forever. <laughs> well, for excessive hours. And that sounds like me and my life. My whole life is just daydreaming. <laughs> this is Comedian Jonesy, and you're listening to Weird AF News. It's Sunday, August 13th. Let's jump right into the weird. One of the latest horrifying subway trends in New York City is airdropping penis pics. Okay, so what is AirDropping? AirDrop is an app that lets you quickly and easily transfer files between iPhones and iPads using Bluetooth or Wi-Fi. And of course, leave it up to humanity to use the latest and greatest technology to send pictures of privates. (laughs) And it's particularly disconcerting on the New York City subways, where New York women have discovered creepy men are using the iPhone AirDrop app to send them photos of their privates when they're on the same train. Since more New Yorkers using the MTA are carrying advanced iPhones and the awareness of the AirDrop app has increased, local strap hangers have started noticing a troubling trend that was first reported in London in 2015. So how it works is someone will be on the train with you. You will get a note to your phone saying that, you know, iPhone 4 would like to share a note with you. And then you hit accept and then you could get a message or a funny GIF or A picture of a disgusting penis. That's another thing that you could receive. It's like someone's using their iPhone to digitally flash you. Now, in order for iPhone users to avoid this kind of thing, you can switch the app to uh, contacts only, uh, which means you can only receive files from people you already have contact with, uh, people that are in your address book, in other words. If you have this setting on everyone, then that means anybody within the Bluetooth range can send you a lovely note, you know, a lovely note being something like, hi, how are you today? You're really pretty. I'm way in the back of the subway. Here's a photo of my penis. If you'd like to speak, I'm getting off at the next stop. (laughs) I think we need to get the cyber penis police on the case here and uh, make some arrests. (laughs) I mean, because if you flash somebody in public, you get arrested, right? There's got to be a penalty for this. I also can't help but wonder if anyone's ever found love this way. So how did you meet your wife? Well, it's a, it's a little bit of a crazy story. We were riding the J train together. Uh, she had no idea I was riding it with her, of course, uh, until I dropped a nice picture of my private parts on her. And um, she really responded quite well. Uh, she was like, uh, you know, what stop you getting off? Uh, maybe we could get a cup of tea. And, uh, you know, we just took it from there. <laughs> Scientists are now saying that drinking beer may lead to mental clarity. I don't see how that's possible, but uh, let's get right into the study. It's from the University of Graz, G-R-A-Z, which I'm sure uh, has a very uh, inebriated staff. Uh, They say that a mild alcohol intoxication can help clear mental blocks and spark creative thought. I think we should first uh, make a distinction between creative thought and mental clarity, because I've had some pretty creative thoughts that have come from alcohol, they weren't very clear-thinking thoughts. They were, they were creative thoughts in that, hey, guys, uh, I think we should jump this fence and hop into the neighbor's hot tub. <laughs> I'm pretty sure they were away on vacation. <laughs> That's a very creative thought. Not 
Thinking clearly, though, the study at the Austrian University looked at 70 volunteers between the ages of 19 and 32, giving them both alcohol-free and regular beer before taking a series of tests. The volunteers reportedly performed better on a word problem test after drinking a pint of beer than they did having alcohol-free drinks. Researchers say concentration and memory issues did surface for the drinkers in other skill tests, though. Yeah, no kidding. I'm going to imitate this Austrian professor. While many activities usually benefit from the high cognitive control, some may actually suffer from too much focus. Alcohol may reduce fixation effects by loosening the focus of attention. Thereby, alcohol may facilitate a broader associative search and the effective solving of creative tasks that are prone to fixation effects. I don't know what that means, but I don't believe it. <laughs> I don't believe that alcohol improves your mental capacity for really anything. But I mean, perhaps it makes you more brave if you want to count that as some productive mental activity. But other than that, you know, you're not I, word problems. Really? I'm supposed to believe that people solved word problems better after a couple of beers. I don't think so. I'm going to guess this study was paid for by Budweiser. If Budweiser could, they would talk about this on a commercial. They would be like, yes, yeah, studies show that uh, if you drink, you can, uh, you're better at Scrabble. <laughs> a perfectly preserved 100-year-old fruitcake was found in Antarctica. Yeah, in the ice. On Cape Adair, where the famed explorer Robert Falcon Scott's team was likely based for the Terra Nova expedition. I don't know much about the Terra Nova expedition, but I... I definitely find it fascinating and weird that a fruitcake was found that's perfectly preserved. Conservationists said that the tin was rusted, but the cake made by the British company Huntley and Palmer's still looked and smelled edible. Finding such a perfectly preserved fruitcake in amongst the last handful of unidentified and severely corroded tins was quite a surprise. It's an ideal high-energy food for Antarctic conditions and is still a favorite item on modern trips to the ice. Conservationist Lizzie Meek said, I don't know if Lizzie Meek speaks like that, but I feel like uh, that's what a conservationist would sound like. Since May 2016, the conservationist team has conserved over 1,500 artifacts from Cape Adair. They're now planning to conserve the huts that were built in 1899 by Norwegian Karsten Borg and used by Captain Scott in 1911. But huts are not nearly as exciting as a perfectly preserved fruitcake. I want to know a couple of things. First of all, are they going to put this in a museum? Because it would, I think it would be really funny to be strolling through a museum and to see a 100-year-old fruitcake under glass. <laughs> that, would just be, that would be wild. Also, I want to know if anybody in the conservationist team has tried a piece of it. Like, Would you not just try a crumb? How do you not try a crumb? You'd have to. You would have to try a piece of that. You know they opened this thing up, and then when they found out what it was, Eventually, somebody put the dare out there. Dude, I dare you to try that. I'll tell you right now, I would have tried it. Why not? I've asked in the past the weirdest thing you've eaten. What's the oldest thing you've ever eaten? And did you live to tell the tale? Guys, give me an applause break. Favorite my station. This is Weird AF News. I'm your host, Comedian Jonesy, and we are only on Anchor.